Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Brainwaves, hear the world differently. Bringing community mental health to you, raising awareness and challenging stigma. Tune in to 3CR Community Radio, Wednesdays at 5pm. Melbourne's Drive Time Radio Program, featuring community organisations, powerful stories and information. Find us at brainwaves.org.au. Proudly sponsored by Wellways Australia. I would like to begin by paying my respects to the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, who are the traditional custodians of the land on which I am coming to you from today. Land where at Brainwaves we tell our stories, and land where the traditional custodians have told their stories for many, many years before us, and continue to tell their stories. I would like to pay my respects to Elders past and present, and acknowledge all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners who are listening today. Hi, and welcome to Brainwaves on 3CR 855 AM on your dial and digitally. Today we're talking to a long-time skitsy advocate, Tom Polichek, and we'll be discussing some of his family history and his experiences with mental health-related subjects and his work at Cedars Art Studio. Welcome, Tom. Thank you, Evan. Glad to be here. So you're involved with Skitsy Inc. for some years now, and more recently the art studio at the Abbotsford Convent called Cedars. Can you tell us a bit about that? Uh, well, I started with Skitsy Inc. Uh, probably around about 10 years ago, and I have been doing various things um, leading up to Cedars, um, things like songwriting with a group called Wild at Heart, and um, also with things that Skitsy organises, like uh, annual events, all leading up to Sidus now, which is a dedicated art studio at the uh, at the Abbotsford Convent, and it's a really terrific venue where people come in and do their own art, and uh, we've got facilitators who guide us and. Uh, so we do art, written words, some music. It's uh, it's it's fantastic. Great, sounds really good because I'm I know very well. I'm I'm a member as well. I've been doing the newsletter there too, and my own art and writing. And um, we knew each other from Wild at Heart Music Group as well, didn't we? And what are your fondest recollections about that time in your life? Well, Wild at Heart was the first uh, first thing that I ever went to, which is um, associated with mental health. And the uh, facilitator was Heidi Everett, who is now uh, the main inspiration behind Skitsy. Uh, Wild at Heart was fantastic. Um, I just did lyrics, uh, and then the facilitators would come along and do the music side of things and um, yeah it was was great meeting Evan and a lot of other people who have um, still remained friends so it's a good uh, friendship network as well as being able to express yourself and you know I love music so it was sort of really good to get into it 
from that perspective? Yeah, the music was fantastic. I wrote a lot of songs. Um, I'm Evan, by the way. Sorry, I forgot to introduce myself. I'm presenter at Brainwaves. Um, yeah, we uh, made a lot of friendships then. We and yeah, it was brilliant. I think they still they're still running, aren't they? Wild at heart. They are still running, but there uh, used to be two groups, the South Melbourne group still going, and lots of people have been through Wild at Heart, and uh, many of them have gone on to bigger and better things, like with bands or solos, so, you know, putting out CDs. and Yeah, it's a very, very good um, grounding for um, budding musicians. So, Tom, a bit about your history growing up. You started out in Serbia and migrated to Australia. What's what's the story there? Well, I um, yeah, we lived in Serbia. I was there till age eleven, um, and there were certain issues which we had to leave and um, come to Australia. Uh, I was eleven at the time. My dad passed away about three months before we we were to leave and I had a very good childhood and uh, yeah unfortunately my dad got cancer and so my mum and my sister uh, we came out to Australia and it was a it was a battle Uh, we nearly went back but uh, decided to stay and I'm really glad that uh, we made uh, Australia our home your your mother married three times. Um, the second was your father who died before he came to Australia. Um, can you share a bit more about that? Yes, well, she was actually in a concentration camp um, in Auschwitz, which was a, a horrendous experience for her. Um, and she married just prior to the war breaking out. And her first husband didn't come back from... Uh, work camp uh then she married my father in about 40 i don't know 46 or 7 and uh, as i said my father died before we came out and then she married my stepfather later on so yeah she's a pretty resilient very resilient person and um an inspiration to a lot of people so, yeah, Mum had a tough time. Yeah, I mean, you just have to look at movies like Schindler's List that gives you a bit of an idea, but not really a full idea of what it's like. Your mum had to look after you and your sister while battling, looking for work on her own too, didn't she? Yeah, well, we were um, sort of sponsored to come out to Australia and... Um, yeah, when we arrived, um, basically mum, having not worked in Serbia, uh, she had to wash dishes in a restaurant uh, as her first job and she sort of, uh, money was really tight. Um, we are in a little flat. and uh, But mum worked her way up. She sort of eventually got clerical jobs. But uh, the first few years in Australia were tough. And uh, even at school, with um, starting in sixth grade, I um, encountered a fair bit of, you know, teasing and 
schoolyard things. But that, yeah, I sort of assimilated pretty quickly. And, um, yeah, things really improved and we just uh, love our new country. Yep. We might take a break for a minute. Um, We'll be back just after these ad breaks uh, with Tom. Okay, welcome back to 3CR on um, 8.55am on your dial. Uh, We're on Brainwaves and uh, I'm Evan, your host, and I'm here with Tom Polchek. And we're talking about his history with Skitsy Inc. and um, Wild at Heart and a couple of mental health sort of groups that are uh, in Melbourne and um, also his history, his family history, um, going through concentration camps and stuff growing up and migrating to Australia. Um, moving on to sort of more about mental health, um, what do you think started your mental health battles, Tom? Uh, well, it was... Uh a combination of things. I think, um, you know, sort of the issues um, I had with school. Uh, Of course, my dad's passing away when I was very young and then growing up with mum and my sister, I didn't have much... um, uh, I didn't have a father figure to, um, you know, to sort of help me along and also... I was very active in playing table tennis and um, I sort of gave that away, which was a big part of my life because I was sort of getting into different things, including, unfortunately, marijuana, which which I'm not really against that much, but I just feel that um, there's a lot of information to say that, you know, people who are susceptible... Um, particularly to schizophrenia, uh, can be, it can bring out the illness. Um, so I smoked marijuana daily, but and there were good times. But yeah, I didn't um, didn't do me any favours in the end. And um, with different pressures, with starting university and finishing school, and sort of isolating myself a little bit. Um, I think all those things contributed and, um, yeah, it was a very traumatic time, the first episode, um, and I spent three months at La Rundle, uh, which was, a, for me, it was a horrendous experience. Some people believe that, uh, that uh, La Rundle was a nurturing place. For me, it was just the really frightening, um, awful place. So three months there and with ECT and all sorts of stuff. Um, Yeah, so that was the start of it. And uh, then a a long time, long recovery. I went to work in a factory for a while just to, you know, get some sort of routine going um, and sort of, Got out of Lorundel after three months, and um, yeah, unfortunately, did smoke marijuana again. Um, and I was back in there in '77, back at Lorundel. Uh, so they were my, they were the the worst periods, and then um, and then subsequently, I got married in '82. 
had had uh, seven good years of that. Uh, got a great son, a lovely son, which is my pride and joy. And um, unfortunately, had an episode of my illness when when my son was born, and um, so I ended up back in hospital briefly for a three week stay, and then got out of there and got a job uh, in a clerical capacity, which after a breakdown was really, really hard to to cope with because that's the first sort of really full-time job I'd had. And um, it was a tough period for myself, my wife, ex-wife, and we split up. And, um, yeah, so I've, I've had a had a pretty tough experience with mental health, but uh, you, you can never say that, it, it, you know, that you won't have a relapse, but I'm sort of doing everything I can to, to avoid another episode. Um, I've a- actually got a... I call it the Ten Commandments, which is my sort of like a checklist of things that uh, I need to do to stay out of those places and just to just to function as well as I can. I worked for 25 years and, um, you know, that, that was uh, probably a grounding experience. And, um, and now I'm retired and um, enjoying my time with Skitsy Inc. and with Sidus and, you know, just the people that are around me um, I've had a fair bit of psychological counselling, uh, medication and some of the other things on the checklist. But, yeah, it's, uh, it is a bit of a battle. Uh, but, um, yeah, with a lot of support, it's, um, it's, it's actually... It's a, <laughs> there, are, there have been good things that have come out and Skitsy and Sidus are definitely good things and the people that are around brilliant um yeah we're well, not brilliant about mental health but um how you've managed to be so resilient and get through these battles and continue on and find some answers for yourself mm-hmm. uh, we might have another break um we'll be back in a moment after these messages with tom polchek Okay, welcome back to 3CR on Brainwaves on 855am on your dial and digitally. I'm here with Tom Polchek. We're talking about mental health and um, all the struggles Tom's been through and and also what's helped him a lot. Um, Tom, your family was in the concentration camp. I was just interested, sort of, has that history, do you think, impacted your mental health journey? Possibly, um um, it was mainly mum was uh, at Auschwitz, but there were other members of the family that perished there. Um, I think that, you know, somewhat because I got paranoid schizophrenia, so maybe maybe there was something there that, you know, it's sort of very hard to say. But uh, mum didn't talk about it a whole lot uh, after the trauma of the experience. Um and um yeah she just um 
she she just didn't want to inflict any of it on us. But you know, of course, there's so much information around about the, that time uh, that you couldn't help but absorb some of it, and uh, it just it just sounded like uh, like a hell on earth. Um, and Mum did mention some things like. Uh, you know, mum loves her food, and um, you know the sort of the sort of lack of nutrition, and just they were being fed. Oh, it's it's just terrible, and um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it must be so so such a miserable sort of way to remember life, I suppose. Um, yeah, you're talking about La Rundle. Um, do you mind sort of telling us a bit more about your experience there? Maybe some, not not all just the bad memories, maybe you had some fond ones as well? Yeah, I just remember um, being admitted to La Rundle to the closed ward. So that was sort of under lock. And like the first thing when I got there was I think it's a standard thing that everybody must have got that um, medication called Largactyl, which is a very, very potent antipsychotic. And uh, I remember the closed ward, which was, um, yeah, it was just people pacing up and down, everybody bodying cigarettes and screaming and... uh, my. Probably my worst memory was being locked in a cell overnight because the reason was that I was actually waking up some of the people and disruptive. Uh, So instead of sort of maybe talking me down or, you know, helping me out, you just sort of were put into the single cell. And from memory, there was only like a mattress... Um, and virtually nothing else. And I remember trying to get somebody to come and, um, you know, to see me and, and, and even going to the toilet. And, you know, I think people urinated in the cell. So that was, that single, that uh, lock cell experience was really bad. Um, and the fact that it was a locked ward, we used to have one one or two uh, occasions daily where we were taken out into the yard uh, and there was a cafe, or not a cafe, a canteen, where people could buy cigarettes and any other things. And I think cigarettes were the main... Uh, uh, the main sort of barter, bartering tool or whatever that, you know, people used to do... Um, and, you know, the grounds were beautiful, but I was so out of it that I couldn't, I couldn't really appreciate that. Um, having said that, there were a few sort of therapeutic things, like the, I think there was a monthly dance or a fortnightly dance and a few things like that. So, you know, I did, didn't partake in a lot of it because I was just just so far, so far out of it. 
And um, I do remember a guy who was uh, like a Dylan, Dylan Nutt, and um, he gave um, like a talk. There was a, a theatreette there, probably for students, medical students, uh, used it as a lecture theatre. And uh, this guy gave a talk on Bob Dylan, really. I mean, I was, I was sort of pretty compass just at that time and he was... There was just nothing about Dylan that he couldn't tell us. And uh, so that was one occasion that I remember. Um, um, there was... Um, and... So was there anything else like um, any sort of any funny moments? Do you think? Or? Uh, it's not that fun. Um, you can say no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, there was a time when I actually escaped from Larundel, and Larundel was close to just next door, virtually to La Trobe Uni. So I was an escapee from Larundel. <laughs> I um, I got to La Trobe Uni where I'd been in first year and um, ended up knocking on my lecturer's door and he happened to be there and that was my philosophy lecturer and we had a some sort of a chat and I think they must have sent out people to pick me up and... <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so that was my grand escape. Uh, but, you know, I, I did have support. My family were supportive. I'd been with a girlfriend for a couple of years and she was amazing. Like, she was there every day. And so, yeah, so I was lucky in that respect. And, um, yeah, so. Yeah, it's luckier than I. I never had a girlfriend through my experience. What a loved one at times. You do meet girls in there and you, you think, oh, maybe I'll hook up with them and it never <laughs> seems to work out. <laughs> uh, so what are some of the more, um, what are some things you're doing today, apart from Skitsy Inc., like to stay well and cope with your daily life? You had the Ten Commandments. Have you got other things you do? Yeah, um, I play golf twice a week with uh, U3A. University of the Third Age, which is a, uh, a really good um, organisation for people to join. There's all sorts of courses, you know, um, sport, music, um, more academic things like history, politics. So I do that uh, twice a week. I have done other courses with them. Um, so that takes up a bit of time. Skitsy, I'm here at Citus on a Monday morning, which is where we are now. And um, yeah, so that's 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 very enjoyable. As soon as I step into the studio, it just sort of has a natural calming effect and uh, it's just such a lovely space with lots of artwork around. So yeah, so that's my my Mondays. Um, I love going to the cinema and I used to go to a lot of live music gigs but that's sort of haven't done that much lately. Um, yeah, so it's, you know, some art galleries I like going to and I try to do a bit of travel. Um, 
I've got my one of my hobbies is uh, is wine, so I go to Kunawara every year. It's like a pilgrimage, you know, to taste the current vintages and yeah. So yeah, it's it's pretty good. I sort of keep occupied and and um, sometimes I think I should, um, you know, chill out a bit more and have have some more time. On my own, but yeah, it sort of works out well. And I did have a a beautiful dog. He died a couple of years ago, and um, yeah, that's uh, something that I'm going to do is get another dog. I think it's very important for single people to have, um, you know, to have a companion at home. Well, like you've got one, Evan, and your dog is just yeah, fantastic. Yeah, so that's about that's about all I I catch up catch up with my son and I've got two grandkids, two little boys. They're a, they're a joy as well. So yeah, a bit of family stuff. So yeah, that's about what I do. Yeah, I bring Trigger into um, my dog into um, Cedar sometimes and sits on the floor. He's a little <laughs> um, mascot for Skitty, I suppose. All right, well, thanks for your time, Tom. Um, so nice having you on the show and hearing about your journey through life, even if it is at such, you know, it's time such a tough one. You're a man of true resilience, and I'm sure our listeners are interested to hear your tale from humble beginnings to now. Thanks very much, Evan. It was uh, it was an, uh, a lovely experience having the chat, and uh, we'll keep going. Good on you, Evan. Certainly will. Oh, thanks. That's all we have time for today on Brainwaves. Thanks again for tuning in on 8.55am and uh, have a good night. Bye for now. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.